Hello and welcome to episode 11 of Your Average Critics, a weekly film TV podcast. Uh, we're recording on a gloriously sunny day and we're all rocking the shorts and mm. t-shirts. Um, hopefully when you're listening to this as well, it's as beautiful a day as it is today. So because it's such a beautiful day, we've decided to sit inside and record a podcast. <laughs> um, but I'm joined today by Chris, who's back from sunny Portugal, oh, yes. and Obi. So uh, we're missing Ollie and Joe today. Um, if anyone knows of Joe's whereabouts, please do let us know. And Ollie, he's missing. <laughs> and he's missing. I'm gonna put him on, on uh, a milk cart, didn't it? Missing, assumed dead. <laughs> and Ollie has gone to somewhere called the theatre, which apparently is like going to the cinema, but it's not recorded onto film and is not presented on a screen. Sure. So Such I shit. don't know why he would do that. Like. <laughs> Ollie man, you realise you do a film podcast. Anyway, he's obviously turned to the dark side. Um, so today we're going to be talking a little bit about Free Fire, which we saw a couple of weeks ago. Uh, have a discussion about reality TV shows and how trashy and lovely they are. <laughs> Obi's going to give us an update on Riverdale and Scandal. And then uh, we'll talk through some other films that we've seen recently. Um, but first, anyone got any film news or trailers or anything like that? And also, I apologise for my uh, nasally sound. I've been suffering with a cold for like a week, so uh, blame that. So, film news, guys. Um, I haven't got anything. Um, I read somewhere, and I'm just trying to look it up now, I read somewhere that there's going to be six appearances of Batman either this year or next year within film. Six? Six. So what have uh, we got coming out then? We've got Wonder Woman Yeah, we've got year. Justice League. Mm. We've got... Mm. Yeah, Think, um, it might have said within within a year. I'll just quickly have a Do look. Film? Yeah, so yeah. there's the Batman film, Wonder Woman, Justice League. Oh, four, League. four, four Batman films within two, 2019, Sorry. Okay, and then maybe Cyborg. Yeah, or so Flash. Cyborg, Flash, Justice League, Part One, or the Nightwing film. We forgot if Yeah. Okay. Well, that's all right then, because that's kind of like what um, Tony Stark seems to be doing. Yeah, yeah. Because um, there's even like a cameo appearance of Captain America in Spider-Man: Homecoming. Mm. I didn't want to see that trailer actually. Spider-Man: Homecoming. I don't know if we've uh, talked about it before. It was extended, wasn't it? You saw that little thing come out of his chest, and it like flew away, didn't it? And yeah. Tony Stark saying you're nothing about suit, which was a bit hypocritical. No, he said he was nothing about the suit. He said if you're nothing about the suit, then you're not. Then you shouldn't wear the suit or something like that. Oh, Tony Stark actually said that he was nothing about his suit. No, no, no. Spider-Man said he was nothing about his suit. Yeah. Ah, uh, right. Ah, oh, right. Stark okay. Said if you're nothing about the suit, then you shouldn't wear the suit or something like that. Yeah, I didn't... Which is hypocritical, but whatever. <laughs> like you said, Chris. I wasn't overawed with the trailer. I kind of thought it looked a bit lame. And it wasn't, you know, I kind of felt the trailer heavily relied on Iron Man. Mm. And I kind of wanted... It looked like it was too much Iron Man to me. Yeah, I kind of wanted it just to be Spider-Man. Yeah, there's, like, on there's, his own. there's a few memes going around saying Iron Man 4 and there's just like Spider-Man in the background. <laughs> exactly, yeah. yeah. Um, um, It doesn't excite me. I don't know, like... I don't know really if Spider-Man as a property in itself can really get me that excited. Is it just me or is... I feel like... Obviously, I mean, I, I thought the Amazing Spider-Man was... Well, they were pretty decent. And I like Tom Holland as Spider-Man from the cameo he did in, he had in um, Civil War. I feel like Tobey Maguire, Peter Parker, is by far the best yeah, iteration of Spider-Man we've seen. Yeah, he was, like, he was a dorky one. Yeah. and I mean, it's because he was the first... Maybe because he was the first one. I don't know. He he was relatable more, I think. Mm. Like, maybe a more unique. Yeah, this is it. it. Was like Tobin, what's his name? Andrew, Andrew Garfield. Garfield. He tried like he tried to be like quite cool, but I was like, this isn't this isn't the Peter Parker I'm used to. 
So yeah. Anyway. Yeah, because we're depicted by the TV series yeah. we used to watch. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. he was geeky and then he progressively got more yeah. confident because confident yeah, yeah, he yeah. grew older. But I don't know. Like, like, Tom Holland seems like quiet. He's going to be playing quite like a meek. Character. I think I also really liked James Franco's so did I. Um, Harry Osborn. So, did I. Yeah. so I kind of liked that storyline, like mm. with Green Goblin and mm. uh, Doc Ock, yeah. and even the Venom. I actually quite like Spider Man Three, and I know a lot of people don't like it. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know I really why everyone hated film. on that so much actually. But do we know who's playing um, Mary Jane? Is it Mary Jane? Uh, yeah, it's um... the one from, from the Disney from the Disney Channel. Uh, that that's quite vague. Sorry, <laughs> the mixed race girl. Yeah, it's the one I showed you when it was first announced. Like Zendaya or something. Yeah, yeah, it's her. I'm okay, pretty it's sure. Her. Okay. I would just so people, check people getting angry, innit? But... Also, I don't really like the villain who's going to be in uh, Spider-Man: Homecoming. Who like is the villain? Michael Keaton's Vulture. Vulture. He kind of he looks like the character who plays in Birdman. But yeah, I was going to say that. Maybe they've done that on purpose, though. I don't yeah, know. I was like, mm, this, and even I think. And I might be completely wrong, but based on the Lego Marvel video game which I play, and by the way, that is fucking amazing. <laughs> but Vulture seems to be kind of like a, a bit of a joke of a character mm. within the Marvel universe, mm. um, kind of like how the duck is. Mm. So I don't know why they choose that. I mean, Spider Man have got so many decent villains, like, and you choose this this I guy. Know. I don't think she's playing Mary, Mary Jane. Is she not? It says she's her name's Mich- it says Michelle underneath her. Oh right. Okay, so maybe it's not a Gwen Stacy or Mary Jane. Maybe. No. Alright, well, any other trailers that we've seen this the past week or two? Like you said, was it Slight? Slight, yeah. What's that, what's that look like? It looks like a like a different type. It's like <clears throat> a kid who seems to have some sort of powers, like maybe like telekinesis powers. Um, telekinesis? Yeah. Is that right? Mind control. Yeah, sort of yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, but he's convincing. He's using it to just like portray himself as being able to do like magic tricks and illusions and stuff like that. And like his parents have, both his parents have died, so he's looking after his sister. And it seems like he lives in like a pretty, pretty shitty neighborhood. Um, and he wants to like get out of that neighborhood, obviously, for the sake of his sister. And I think he's like, like I don't want to be presumptuous, but from the trailer, it seems like he's like running drugs or something or something, some sort of illegal activity with people in his neighborhood. And they try to kill him. And he has to use his powers. Oh, yeah. It looks kind of cool. Obviously, it looks. It's not like. It doesn't seem like a typical like superhero, inverted commas, film. But it looks like it might be like a different take on the genre. Yeah. Well, the trailer announced it as uh, Chronicle meets Iron Man. I don't know if any of you have mm. seen Chronicle. I've seen Chronicle. Yeah. That, I thought that was a good film. It's like kind of like. That's about teenagers coming to terms with their uh, powers, really, aren't they? So and then, doesn't and one of them go a bit over the top? Yeah. Like, yeah. And one of them Someone, turns back. Michael B. Jordan, isn't it? Yeah. yeah and yeah, yeah. Dane DeHaan. But yeah. I feel like they could have executed that film just a little bit better. Yeah. <laughs> but Chronicle meets Iron Man. I'm kind of like, what does that mean then? Because they're both superhero films, but one's. I guess they're both kind of about yeah, characters coming to their. Mm. getting to know their powers, mm. but I don't really know what that kind of says to me. Mm. Like, when you say Chronicle meets Iron Man, I'm like, okay, but what about that? Whereas if you say for Alien, Jaws in Space, you can kind of get an idea of what the plot's yeah. or the film's going to be about. The cast is largely unknown as well, which I quite like. Yeah. It's just like get fresh. Because you don't have any fresh faces. You don't have any expectations yeah. of them, do you? Because mm. when if they cast like I don't know, Michael B. Jordan in that role, it'd be like, oh, well, he was shit in Fantastic Four, but he was all right in this film. So, yeah. did anyone see the uh, Defenders teaser as well? Yeah. It was yeah. like four seconds long. Yeah, they're in the, in yeah. the lift in it. And the yeah. Only, yeah. only person with a mask was Daredevil. Although we did discuss this, <clears> and I think <throat> the only reason he's got a mask on is because he's the only one who actually conceals his identity, yeah. Yeah. while the rest of them openly. Yeah. Flaunt it. Although he did look 
Daredevil looked more like what Iron Fist should look like in that in that lift than what Iron Fist currently does look like. I was kind of hoping that like Luke Cage might just kill Iron Fist. They're best friends in the comics. That's yeah, but if he kills them, like, <laughs> I mean, I, 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 Obi kind of recommended that I don't watch yeah, don't Iron Fist. So I also saw episode one, which was shite, and then you two both finished it. So it's actually, not, maybe give it's us not, a maybe give us a rundown. It's not that it's shit. It's just horribly average. Yeah, okay. and not and, worth eight thirty dollars. And Obi, nah. Obi's comment about Davos, uh, there was no link to Game of Thrones there. It yeah, was pure coincidence. Like, yeah, I thought it was like a little reference or something. But, yeah. but I started watching episode two, and. Like the 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 woman who's kind of like in charge of the dojo. I don't know what um, her crap what is her name. But anyway, start of episode two, she's being chased by these people and then she pretty much dispatches them Colleen by, Wing, sorry, that's her name. Colleen <laughs> Wing. But she dispatches them by like kind of just pushing them and like yeah. flicking them yeah. and the fight scene I've said so bad. bad. The fight scenes throughout the whole series, the fight scenes are really, really shit. Like I've watched Fucking, um, I think stop swearing. <laughs> I've watched Arrow, like Legends of Tomorrow, um, even shows like that who that don't really have like, like the people in it aren't really like that much of specialists. Obviously, you got Arrow who is like a specialist in kung fu and whatever, not kung fu but martial arts. But like the fight scenes in that are like ten times better than the fight scenes in Iron Fist, and I'm sure that like the budget for Iron Fist is probably. Exponentially more. Yeah, yeah. Than, than like Arrow. Yeah, it's just like, because they could have just. I just think, I'm assuming that the, that Colin Wing, uh, she's she seems like that she's well versed in martial arts in some sort of way, whereas Iron Fist does not. <laughs> oh, like what's the character's name? Finn Jones. No, that's no. the actor's name. The actor's name. Sorry. Uh, Danny Rand. Yeah, obviously he's supposed to be have trained in this island for 15 years, so you expect him to be like probably the best at all the defenders. You expect him to be the best fighter, but. Just all the scenes were just so lame and like so slow and like. Oh, they but they like, got it right for Daredevil series one and two and Jessica yeah, Jones I and Luke Cage. So maybe the same creative people were not on. But does Charlie Cox know martial arts in real life? The thing is, it, it wouldn't matter though because he puts enough full suits, anyone could be it's underneath true. there. Exactly, I mean, it's not really going to be Charlie Cox and, doing all this. And stuff, is it Luke Cage? He doesn't really have to do martial arts, he repels bullets no, and, then, and then just literally pushes but or Jessica punches. Jessica Jones is alright. I mean, Again, she just has to punch someone, though, doesn't yeah, she? She true. doesn't really have to do anything. But can you imagine like... in the Defenders TV show, like, you know, maybe they're fighting some people and then it gets to, like, uh, Danny Rand and he kind of does a backflip, but it kind of looks like he's I on think... wires and you're like, oh, this is crap. I don't know, maybe they're trying to, like, isolate his fist a bit more because it's all about his, the power, the chi that he can yeah. isolate within this fist and then... I mean, does he need martial arts then? He needs martial arts in order to create this like place to channel so it's like his a chi. Progress bar on like a video game. Like he needs to build up enough Almost. skill points to do his final finishing. I, I tell you one thing they did do well because I think it they couldn't have done it any other way is the fact that he gets his powers from punching a dragon or defeating a dragon. Okay. But they didn't actually show the dragon in this. They just showed him going into the cave. I didn't like that. But that's what would you rather have seen him punch a dragon? I would rather like to see the dragon. We only just saw red eyes. I was a bit like, oh, it's a bit underwhelming. <laughs> it was all underwhelming though, yeah, mate. Yeah, it was too like he said, the best. I mean, he hasn't said it here, but we've discussed it in length. Mm-hmm. And the best part of it's the uh, Meacham story. Meacham. Yeah, literally, that's all I care about. Like, ever, like I was watching, like I watched reviews that people did of Iron Fist, and they were like, oh yeah, I hated all the boardroom talk, all the stuff with the Meachams. They needed to just focus on Danny Rand. I completely disagree. I think everything with Danny Rand was fucking boring, and I. Like everything to go with the Meachams, Joy Ward and um, Harold Meacham, 
was so was I think it was so much more interesting. Like Ward, like I think the two act, the actress and actor that play Ward and Joy are really both really good. No, but you quite like nine hundred two one zero, innit? Yeah, you quite like those sorts of kind of not political but kind of like boardroom yeah, style yeah, dramas. Yeah, I do. To be fair, yeah. this is this is why I think you like that, and then I think the other people are saying they want to see more Danny Rand because mm. it's not. 100% about him mm. it's more like it was more like 50-50 at some mm. points even 70-30 to the Meachams yeah, 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 because true. you kind of needed to see what has been going on mm. for the last 7 years 15 15 years but like, he, he doesn't seem like a good leading actor Finn Jones well and apparently he's going to be the guy who's going to be like the leader no, of no. the defenders it should be Luke Cage I mean, Luke Cage it should be um, Daredevil yeah Daredevil yeah. I agree but We'll see, and it's just the whole. St- I didn't like. I didn't really like the storyline either. Mm. Like I kind of saw it coming as well. Mm-hmm. Like when he when she meets up with that guy. Spoilers, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. When she meets up with that guy in the dojo. Um, oh, the dojo. The the bad guy. Oh, Bakuto. Bakuto, yeah, because Bakuto basically. That was really obviously. Yeah. yeah, it was. And his fight. voice. It sounded like he was putting on a, a voice. Mm. It didn't sound like it was coming from his mouth. Mm. Like it was so frustrating and. The end fight, like the end fight scene, I was like, "Come on, be serious!" Like That's you what know I mean. what to do. You know what to do. I was like, "So, Glenn, right? You don't give a shit if we spoil it, do you?" No, okay. but okay, we're gonna spoil uh, yeah. Iron Fist. I'm sorry, even though were... it spoiled itself by being creative. Even though you you would have thought, yeah, that Davos in all his anger would have just gone up and been like, "Cut off exactly. his head, done." Exactly. But no. So like, the end bit. I want to talk about two bits at the end that I didn't like. So the, the first bit I want to talk about like is right at the very end. So Joy is a meeting with Davos. Davos, who was previously, like, Danny's, like, best friend sort of thing. Okay. But Danny left uh, the... Uh, the Come now? Yeah. That. So Davos is... Hello, I is yeah, I don't know. Davos is Iron Fist's friend in the Himalayas. Yes. And he's also... His dad is the guy who trained and chose Danny to be the Iron Fist. Yes. Okay. And he's basically... Um, Davos is just je- is just jealous of Danny now. So, okay. like, you can tell there's some animosity there. So, the end of it... Um, after everything said and done, him and Joy are meeting up, and he was like, uh, saying, basically said, we have to kill Danny. And Joy was like, okay, I'm listening, sort of thing. But like, he, two episodes prior, she was talking to her dad about um, her dad killing, um, she asked him about him killing so- someone on the board of their company, and he was like, so she like she was like act like she was like disgusted at the thought, sort of thing. But then so then you go from that state to two episodes later being like, yeah, I'm gonna kill my childhood best friend. And I was just like, this doesn't match the character at all. Yeah, that was she, she seems quite sympathetic to him in the first exactly. couple and of episodes. Exactly. She is throughout pretty much the whole thing, she is. Yeah, because she's the one who essentially helps him get back his 51% exactly. stake in the company. Okay. So then the other thing that annoyed me was the... So, um, this thing this is my, it's either the last or the second to last episode. Howard Meacham is... And Danny Rand are fighting. So, like... Last basically, episode. Yeah, basically Howard Meacham got... Danny's like he made that plane crash that okay. um, he made them his mum dad die basically and so uh, they're fighting and the fight happens the fight's really crap the fight happens <laughs> um, I think Iron Fist like kicks him or something and he like impales himself on some like pole and it's like going right through his gut like probably like by about like probably about 10 inches so this is Harold who's impaled Harold's in, in, been impaled in the pole and I, firstly I was thinking like he didn't kick him that hard there's no way there's no, there's no way that would have impaled him or whatever cool and he was impaled and he somehow managed to pull himself out of the impalation I don't know if you know how to word pull himself out of it to then grab a gun and start trying to shoot Danny I dreading him mate oh, 
<laughs> Bullshit. Anyway, at which point uh, his son Ward shoots him and knocks him off the roof and kills him. And then they burn him. Because he, he can come back to life, so they have to burn him. Oh, um, right. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I thought that, I just thought that realistically, that whole thing was silly. Anyway. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't like the final fight scene between uh, where Danny and Davos watched as. What's her face? Colleen and um, Bakuta. That fun. That scene was dead. Oh, it was so stupid. Like I must admit, like Iron Fist was a was an average TV series. As so, as the four, I think so, it goes bottom of the list for yeah. me. Um, yeah, I think I think I'll And I think it is purely. I mean, the storyline wasn't bad. I just think purely, it was just bad fight scenes. And also, maybe the main character was quite a bad actor in relation to the role. I'm not saying he's a bad actor in general. Yeah, I agree. But in relation to the role, he was quite bad. It was really bad directing. Yeah. Some, of, some, of the cho- some of the choices that actors made, like the way they pronounced, the way they said stuff, like facial expressions and stuff like that, I was thinking, like, why did they allow this? Yeah. <laughs> it just doesn't, yeah. it doesn't fit. And especially to have that as the last show they released before The Defenders. Mm-hmm. Like, if they released... If they the first one. If they brought out Dead, um, mm. The Defenders after Daredevil Series 2, I'd have been so hyped because I thought Daredevil mm. Series 2 was so well, good. If they, yeah. if they plan it right now, they should, del- they, they should delay it and then bring out Punisher, but then I suppose Punisher has no relation to it. So Yeah, well, they're doing Daredevil Series 3, Jessica Jones Series 2, Punisher, and also I, Luke Cage. Series oh, they are doing Luke Cage. I think so, yeah. Uh, I was saying it would be cool because... Um, like I said a minute ago, Luke Cage and Iron Fist in the comics are best friends, and they do a thing called like a run called like Heroes for Hire, where they just like get hired to like okay. know, fuck up bad guys. So it'd be cool if they just did like a they just join their things together and do like a joint thing. So like they just did like, Heroes cool, for actually. Hire. Sort of yeah. I will still watch the Defenders whenever that comes out. I think this August, isn't it? Are they, are they? Yeah, are they the original Defenders? No, idea. no idea. Not a I don't think the Avengers are the original Avengers. Are well, they? Neither are the Guardians of the Galaxy. I don't think mm. so. Yeah, it's all of, uh, your perspective on it, I suppose, mm, yeah. and who you wish to have in them roles. So. Yeah. Well, while we're on a roll with uh, TV updates, Obes, give us an update on Riverdale and the scandal. Has that come back? Um, yeah, Riverdale. Uh, so, I think there's nine episodes in there. I've only watched eight of them. Are you going to be spoiling eight. it? Do we need to warn of spoilers? Uh, there's not really anything to spoil. Okay. Really? Cool. So, okay, so I'm going to so do... update us on, was it Betsy and Archie? Betsy, and Betsy. And yeah. Betty, and Archie, yeah, Betty who's not Betty because she's wearing a wig. That was like episode like three, four, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm still trying to process so, that conversation. So at this point, um, so Polly, who is Betty's pregnant sister, <laughs> Betty's pregnant sister, is living at Betty's friend Veronica's house because okay. um, their mum and dad want her to get rid of her baby. And obviously she doesn't want to. So I've only watched one episode of this, by the way. So... They throw out a baby shower to try and make convince the mum to like kind of like welcome her back into the home sort of thing. So it kind of works. Like her mum's like, oh yeah, come home, blah, blah, blah. And then, so her, Polly's father's, who's dead, they're his side of the family. They come to the baby shower as well. And they're, like, they're, and they're really rich. They're like, oh yeah, come to our house. Your baby will want for nothing. You'll want for nothing, blah, blah, blah. But the two sides of the, two different sides of the family, they hate each other. Like throughout generations, they hate each other. So... Um, Polly's mum gets offended she's like well, why would she, she go and live with you X, Y, Z blah 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 they fight da, da, da. and then uh, so then it come, becomes revealed that it wasn't actually the mum who wanted um, Polly to get an abortion it was the dad and the dad said like yeah I'm going to take you to the doctor I'm going to pay for an abortion without consulting the mum at all and then they, the mum and the dad fight over this and then it becomes revealed that he basically forced her to get an abortion when they were like 
high school sweethearts or whatever, like stuff like that. So she's angry about that too. She kicks the dad out and she's like, yeah, Polly, come home. I thought this dad was dead. The granddad, I think no. Yeah, no, so Polly's dad. Polly's dad, sorry, is what I'm talking about. Who's dead? Um, Polly's, Polly, the, babe, the baby father of, of Polly. Polly's baby. The, the, one, who, Polly, oh, the one who conceived right. the baby of Polly. Okay. So he's dead. He died at, oh. right at the beginning of the this season. This is this is the one, the guy that we're all trying to find out how he died. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah, sorry. That's the father of Polly's baby and he he's dead. Okay. And so the dad is, the, the Polly's dad wants her to get an abortion. Right. Because he doesn't want to raise a child with, um, who that's related to that family because he hates them. Yeah. So then she, yeah, she kick, uh, the mum, Polly's mum kicks out Polly's dad out the house and she's like, yeah, Polly, come home. Your dad's not here anymore. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, but then she decides to go to the, uh, the other side. Yeah. Their family, the rich, the rich people. So then that's one part of the episode. The other part of the episode, focusing on um, Archie's dad and his construction company. At this point, Archie and his friend Jughead are living, like Jughead's living with Archie because um, Jughead's dad's a bit of a, like a drunkard, basically. And he's a bit of a shit dad. And um, Archie's dad's business, his construction business, is like going under. He's like in loads of debt because um, he refuses to lay off his workers and he's not getting that much business. Then he gets his huge like uh, deal to build some big construction for some big centre or whatever. So like he's like, oh yeah, this will lift me out of debt sort of thing. And then, um, sorry, I was trying to thought. And then, yeah, someone comes, someone anonymously comes and steals his workers so he hasn't got anyone to... Uh, obviously do the construction for him. So then he's like searching, looking for people to help him uh, do his job. At which point Archie Archie and his friends offer to help his dad like whilst he could, uh, to do the bit of construction whilst he um, looks for like proper professional workers. And so whilst they're doing that, um, some uh, people come and fuck up uh, their equipment and they beat up uh, one of Archie's friends and then they run away. And they assume that it's the local gang in the neighbourhood, the Southside, the Southside Serpents. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a silly name, yeah. But um, but they don't actually know; they're just assuming. So then Archie, to go and stick up for his dad, goes to the to the pub where they all hang out uh, to try and find out the people who beat up his friend and fucked up his dad's equipment. Um, he got got to get himself into like a little scuffle, but that get, that gets stopped by um one of the like heads of the of the gang, who he finds out is actually Jughead's dad, but Jughead didn't tell anyone that his dad was a Southside Serpent. So then, um, uh, Archie gets really angry at Jack and he's like, oh, why didn't you tell me, blah, blah. And he's like, I was ashamed, yada, yada, yada. Because his dad's obviously, his dad's a drunk, his dad's, you know, his dad's in a gang, he likes, the, does illegal activity and stuff like that. So yeah, that was that all happened. And I think near the end of the episode, we find out that, oh well, we, we, to be fair, we kind of knew this at the start of, episode, at the end of episode seven. I'm on episode 8 now so the end of episode 8 um, they show Jughead's dad um, getting the kid who died his football he has his football jacket and he stuffs it in a bag and gives it to um, some other some other kid and it's like yeah go and hide this we might need we might need it later on so then it gives you some sort of inking that he might be involved in his murder somehow Ooh. yeah so that's pretty much that so there's a mid-season break on a net is it a Netflix original? Um, it's made by the, it, I don't know I don't think it's, Netflix, it's an acronym of its original, but it is distributed on Netflix. I'm pretty sure it's made by the CW. I was going to say, why would Netflix have a mm. mid-season break? That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. But they do come out weekly, so... Okay. Yeah. So is it is still interesting? It's interesting enough for me to watch. You know, I'm not as... I'm not as... Um, 
into it as I was maybe a few weeks ago, but I think that's just because I'm just <laughs> for some reason I'm watching less and less TV and it's really getting on my nerves. I need oh to, no! Yeah, I know. I need to catch What's up on some stuff. I don't know. I'm just because I'm a sort behind on so many things. I'm spending weeks at a time catching up on one series at a time. So last week it was Scandal. This week it'll be How to Get Away with Murder, and then maybe next week it'll be I don't know something else. That I'm really far. Behind. Oh, the the 100 because I'm so far behind on that. Netflix original Riverdale. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Distribute by CW though. So what is what Scandal about? Scandal is basically about a, uh, a woman called Olivia Pope and she's got a company uh, and they basically, they cover up um, politicians' messes. So like, they'll come to be like, I need help, this stripper, <laughs> we ordered the stripper and she, she fell off the table and died. <laughs> Something like that. And then they have to come, they have their fixers ah. so they cover up so nobody finds out so she doesn't tarnish their reputation. Basically, that's basically, that's that's the base. The base. What season are they on now? Six. And while she's doing that, she also worked on a presidential campaign to get this guy elected, and it comes out that basically they um, fixed the election to get him to become president. But the president at the time didn't know this until like he doesn't find out until like season three or season four mm. that they fixed it. Um, so lots of stuff. Oh, she <laughs> she's the she also sleeps with the president. President's got a wife. Decent. She sleeps with the president. And she yeah. covers up that. She, co- she she covers that up. That that man should covered up for a while. I think season five it gets revealed that um, it was really funny actually because um, everyone suspected that she was like the mistress, but like she was like no comment. She denied it. Da, da, da. And then one day she's just like going for a run, and then she gets back to her um, her flat and there's like loads of reporters outside and they're all like screaming at her like, "Are you president's mistress?" Da, da, da. And then she just looks at him and you expect her to say no, and she just goes. Yeah, and then do it over the door and goes to a flat. <laughs> it was uh, really funny. Some so fresh honesty. Yeah, so now everybody knows that. Um, the wife suspected it though, didn't she? Yeah, she did. Yeah. I think the wife. I think she, I think she knew. Do you watch she, it as well? I've watched uh, first three seasons of it because the first season there's not that many episodes. There's only like there. six episodes, yeah. And then the second season, I think there's only. Yeah, and then it's got up to like 20 now. Yeah, oh God. that's yeah. where I stopped. It's like The Good Wife. I tried to start, I started watching that and then I just couldn't Yeah, I need to finish watching up. that. I got up to season six. Anyway, back to Scandal. Sorry. So, um, so now we're at a point where the pre- the current president, his, uh, so he's done his two terms, they're coming to an end. So they're getting ready to vote in a new president. His, what, the president's ex now ex-wife is running for president. Mm. Also, she's right Republican. The Democrat on the side is... A guy called Frankie Vargas, who was also in, Des- in Desperate Housewives, but um, and his choice for vi- Frankie Vargas's choice for vice president used to be the chief of staff of the current president. Okay. Yeah, um, and the current president is a Republican, by the way. So that was a bit of con- controversy. Okay. So, so we get so season six basically starts at election night, um, and it everyone thinks that um, the president's ex-wife Melly, everyone thinks that she's going to win. But it turns out that Frankie Vargas wins. Whilst he's giving his acceptance speech, he gets assassinated. Oh, shit. Yeah, so he gets assassinated. And basically, the, the f- I've watched so pretty much every episode of the season is just showing that night and all the goings on around it from the views of different people. So, so, so many people were involved in this in their own different ways. Basically, the guy who was running for vice president has been framed for Frankie Vargas' murder. So he's facing, like, obviously, like, definitely treason, blah, 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 stuff like that. So he's in prison. And then the president's current chief of staff, she was involved in it. Um, Olivia Pope, the main character, her dad, he was involved in it. And it's all a bit nuts. Like, everyone's getting... People... Now people get shot. People betraying other people. 
uh, one of the main characters. I'm not, he might be dead. I'm not sure. It's all a bit. It's all a bit nuts. So yeah, that sounds really interesting. It is, but no. Okay. <laughs> it is interesting on the base of it. It's interesting, but it, pretty much in every season, it's the season. They're quite. Oh, they're quite repetitive. Basically, okay. They're like the main aspect of the season is like this love triangle between Olivia Pope, the president, and the president's ex- wife slash ex-wife, and that goes on. For, she's like. Oh, I really want to be with you, and then she's like, "No, we can't be together." And then she's like, "I really want to be with you. We can't be together." Oh, marry me, okay? I don't want to be the first lady. Okay, let's break up. Oh, let's get back together. And it's just fucking, it's it's, it's, it's exhausting. I'm not gonna lie, but yeah, it's it's decent. If it, if the episodes were were short, I'd recommend it to you, but I don't think you can get through six seasons. No, I don't think. I think <laughs> I, I'm not a huge fan of like American no, cheesy. This thing I, I I I love all that. Like, have you have that you watched stuff. any more um, Designated Survivor? I haven't actually. I'm so far. I'm so. I'm only watched the first five episodes of that. I watched the first episode of that and I wasn't that impressed. Do you think that's that like that episode, <coughs> TV shows like that? That's my jam. That's my, <laughs> that's my bread and butter. So I need to binge that at one point. Yeah. Have you watched it then? No, I watched like the first eight, nine episodes of it. I think it's on episode fifteen now. Quite mm. far behind. Do they have a season break as well? Oh, mid-season. Break. I think they did, and now they're regularly bringing it out every week. It's the same with Shadowhunter. It was the same with. I'm not sure with Shooter actually. That was a good one, Shooter. Mm. Okay. But um. But the yeah. the um the main actor in um Designated Survivor is Kiefer Sutherland, who was in Twenty Four, and like me and Chris are saying that like, every time he does something shit, which like oh, can you just turn to Jack Bauer and be yeah. sick, please? <laughs> like, just start yeah. shooting people. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, and Walking Dead's just finished, right? Yeah. Are yeah. We spoke a little bit about it with Ollie last week, but he was kind of cagey. Um. So, how does episode 16, or how does series 7 finish? Um, you don't have to spoil it if you don't want to, but in terms of, was it a fitting end to the series? Um, yeah, I mean, I didn't see a lot of it coming. Okay. One, because, so you've got these people called the Scavengers, I think. They're not in the comics. Okay. They're just something that's been added in by um, the people who are making AMC, who are making it. Um like, I will spoil it, might as well spoil it. Um, they turn on Rick's lot because Negan's given them a better offer. Okay. Then one of the main characters, I think Sasha, I think that's her name, she essentially, she gets, she gets, um, co- she gets put in like, almost like a coffin, or it might be a coffin, and then they're like, all right, Rick, we were going to give you her back kind of thing. And then she kills herself within the coffin and she becomes a zombie. And then when that happens, it kind of, like, Sends everyone off on a bit of like, oh my god, and then everyone starts shooting everyone. And then Negan's about to be like, well, Rick, I'm gonna kill you and your son. And then the people from the the kingdom come and rescue everyone pretty much, but Negan manages to get away, and that's it, that's the episode. Okay, so it's very dramatic, everything's going on, everything's kicking off, everyone's like united again. But for me, I think. It's catching up so quickly with the where I think the comics are that I'm not sure what they're going to do. Um, are they going to do like a Game of Thrones thing? where they? Well, interesting you say that, actually, because I read that um, the producer said that they would never overtake the comics. They oh. seem to think that there's enough material in the comics that they're not going to catch up. He said um, if they get to season 20 uh, and the comics are kind of still, you know coming out at the rate that they're coming out, I don't know how frequently that is, that they might overtake them. 
see a 20 series. Like, could you watch another 13 series of this? I don't think so. I like it. Don't get me wrong. It's good. It's a good series. I mean, it's had its blunders, like going to Alexandria, was it? Uh, Terminus. Terminus, that's the one. Going to Terminus, that was a bit of a absolute ball ache of the yeah. episode. But, um, series. Series mate. even, yeah. But, um, I mean, there's, there's got to be a point where there's a transition... Well, maybe that doesn't, but I feel like it's got to be a point of transition where Rick is no longer the leader yeah. and someone else takes over. And the thing for me is... I think Rick died. No. No. In the, in the comics, he has his arm chopped off. Oh. But in this, he doesn't. I thought he was the guy who, um, you were saying last week, he was like, yeah, chop your son's arm off. Yeah, Negan, Negan said yeah. that he's going to kill his son and then he's going to kill Rick. And then just before it happened... Are you up to date then? No, I. Oh, sorry. That's no, fine. I'm up to episode six or seven of series seven, but I was watching. Well, I was watching it on Now TV, and they've taken it off. Mm. So oh. I, but I think the last few episodes of series seven are still on there, but I've still got a big chunk that I need to watch. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, and trying to find that yeah, legally cause, is quite cause, difficult. Because this, because um, this, this series is very. It's almost kind of political, almost like they're not sure what to do, like almost, and they're like battling with each other like what what is the best option should they go against Negan should they stay with what they're doing then you'll have an episode um, I think it's the penultimate episode or the one before the penultimate episode where someone does something a bit out there to get the attention of everyone else in order to like start something and it all kind of goes a bit backfires and it's almost like this is what people are trying to do to gauge the attention of everyone else in order to start a, a rebellion almost but mm. I mean, it's good. It's good, but whether it can go on for any one four more series, I don't know. It's almost doing a big bang theory for me. Like mm. it's that's been running for two more seasons, by the way. That's it. Yeah, carry on. It's like it's repeating itself. Yeah, it's very repetitive. Yeah, and it's like okay, so there's going to be a point where they can no longer stay at this place because it's not. It's even not renewable enough for someone takes it down. That's the thing. Like, a I don't really think I want Negan more than another like half series. Yeah. Um. B, I want him to have the most horrific death ever mm. because he's the world's biggest twat. Mm. Um, but obviously that's great writing because as a character you really, really hate him. Yeah. Um, he does He does emulate what a lot of people feel should be the, but his character. So yeah. He's done it very well. Mm. Um, and also he's very, really charismatic. Yeah. And you're like, why? why you're so evil, but you're really charismatic. But yeah. um, I think I was saying to these guys I know last week, like, I kind of want to see what's happening elsewhere. Like, yeah. not necessarily elsewhere within Georgia, like the state, but, like, take me to the country, Georgia. What's happening there? What's happening this in China? What's fear happening of in Australia? In there. But that's still, like, it's in Mexico, right. isn't it? Yeah, true. Like, it's still American-centric. Like, show me what's happening in Britain, or what's happening with the government. There must be some sort of government, or what are people doing true. to try and find a cure, or what? how does it start? Yeah. Like, all of these things, kind of, ancillary around it would be really interesting. Yeah. You need just the same formula of Rick and his group, like, find a place to settle, kind of destroy what was there, but then make it their own, and then someone else comes and destroys it, and then repeat. Yeah. yeah. So... Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm in total agreement with you. It's the repetition of it all that's going to kill I it, I, I don't know what the viewership's like, if it's steady or if it's declining. I think but... the other day it got its... I don't know if it... So four episodes back, it got like its worst rating in so long, or of the season, or something. But I'm not sure whether that was purely because of what time 
it's, it's on a Sunday, isn't it? Mm. The episode comes out. Mm. So I don't know if that's got something to do with it. I don't know. Okay. Well, let's talk about Free Fire because we all went to see that. That was when the fateful Ghost in the Shell 15 minute preview, which was just diabolical. But there's a film, Free Fire. What are your, both your thoughts? It's a, so basically, it's a Ben Wheatley film. He's kind of a British director uh, known for kind of doing quite gory but kind of darkly comic films like Sightseers and Kill List and uh, Fields in England. Um, and this film's about kind of a botched arms deal. Mm. So there's like a group of Irish people trying to get um, some guns and then there's Shalto Copley who is like the arms dealer and then Army Hammer and Brie Larson are kind of like the mediators uh, and then very quickly shit goes wrong. But you were a bit meh. Rubbish. <laughs> what, 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 what do you think was rubbish? It was... It was, <laughs> it was just like... Like I... I think the concept of the film was, you know, pr- maybe promising, but they've just spent too much time, in my opinion, they've spent way too much time just shooting for ages, and they were just shooting at each other for time, and I was just like, this is boring. I got uh, After, like, ten minutes of all the shooting, I was like, fucking hell, can we... Almost sem- seemed like unnecessary shooting at yeah, times yeah. as well. Can and we just move on? Like, yeah. And then some random people came in and started shooting, I was like, who are you? Mm. <laughs> it's, it was pretty gory. I mean, I thought it was a, I thought it was an alright film. And then when I saw it, it was a film for film as well, film four, yeah. Which kind of made me think it was alright. It was better than what I thought it was because of who's made it and stuff. But um, it had a bit of comedy. I mean, I didn't laugh as much as some other people in the cinema. But and it was, I think it's quite clever how they tried to keep it in one room for however long the film was. But at the same time, it's a bit like boring. Like they're just mm. going round and round in a circle, essentially running away from each other, shooting each other. Yeah. And it's almost like, where's the negotiation here? Where Someone had an argument with someone else. It could have been easily resolved by... Uh, you I think, two have I think it that's the, the, some of the inherent humour within the film, is the yeah. fact that if these people had just kind of talked about it, then it would have been resolved. Oh, but yeah. it's all kind of like a farce, because people don't even know what side they're on in the end, and they're just shooting, and they're sort of all none of them proficient in guns. So at least it's like... There's an element of realism there, like not everyone's getting headshot straight away, like they're doing The Walking Dead and stuff. Yeah. So. Yeah, and I mean the ending as well, like, like you see two of them come together as like, ah, oh, let's just go to the pub, we've yeah. done our bit, mm. and then, well, the ending says it for it speaks for itself. If you watch the film. I like, I feel the thing I like most about the film is the way it ended. I think. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Find the much as I buy. I'm not sure <laughs> if I, I'm not sure if I saw it coming or not. I feel like. Feel like you could you could have almost had an inkling that that some kind of twist like that was going to happen, mm. but whether it was that twist, I don't know. Mm. It kind of felt to me like a what do you call it a bottle episode of like a yeah, series, yeah. Where it was just definitely, like definitely. they didn't have a lot of money or yeah. they didn't you know they didn't have to fill the the yeah. series and they just like well let's have a set piece mm. in yeah. in one thing. I like you said I think the the premise has got promise. <laughs> uh, that's a bit of a tongue twister, but. Um, yeah, for, to even feel like 90 minutes mm. was a bit of a stretch. Mm. And like you said, it was quite repetitive. Mm. And I didn't think the dialogue was all that great. Either. No, the dialogue was just shouty, sweary. Yeah. Like, fuck you, no, fuck you, ha, ha, yeah. fuck you. So I was like, uh, I mean, and all fucking shit like that. Yeah, I know, I know we stuff. swear a lot, but <laughs> I don't think when people just swear in films incessantly that I don't mm. find it funny. Yeah. Like, for me, that isn't. 
like obviously sometimes when you swear it's funny but yeah. that was just too much and there wasn't really much else of a dialogue mm. um, and yeah I mean I didn't mind it uh, I think it was too long I don't think it was really a feature film no. it could have been a, an episode of okay. something that's a film that I feel like was made directly to go like straight to DVD or straight to TV, TV yeah but what's it um, did it make money because there was don't a know. lot of famous faces I thought yeah like uh, the two main like guys of each team were pretty famous Brie Larson and the guy who was actually quite good at shooting were pretty yeah. famous the guy who comes in midway is quite famous as well I can't remember what he's in though um, what the the large guy who doesn't yeah. really speak yeah he's in I think he's in like the Keith Lemon sketch show I think it's that guy oh okay but yeah there were quite yeah. a few famous faces yeah. and it was it was alright I think I don't really I can't really think what they could have done to improve it maybe if there was kind of if they went outside of the yeah, of may, the uh, well maybe if they had a bit of backstory setting. maybe if they had like the reason why the two guys were so angry in the first place before it or maybe had the reason why them two guys wanted to uh, have the guns in the first place I don't know but then I think there was a suggestion it was for the IRA yeah and I think it was, but yeah like you said it was but then I guess that defeats the point of the the film itself is to yeah the film itself is to be set uh, in one warehouse and just have a shoot em up but yeah I, I was a bit frustrated I was like come on just have a little bit more yeah. so I think for what it was I can't really think of what else I would have done to make it better apart mm. from maybe have some bit wittier dialogue but mm. yeah I guess it was, it was yeah it was just average then people were like comparing it to like Reservoir Dogs and I was thinking like I wasn't like I'm not the biggest fan of Reservoir Dogs but even that I feel was a much more was a much better film than, than Free Fire because even in that the dialogue was I think the only reason they compare it to it is because Reservoir Dogs was pretty much well it was pretty much the same like they the went somewhere they came in and then yeah. yeah they went into the place and then it was a shootout so but the thing is in Tarantino films the shootout doesn't last 90 minutes <laughs> yes Tarantino dialogue's pretty sharp yeah. but um yeah, I don't know. Out of ten? Six. Six out of push, probably five and a half. What would you say? Five. Yeah? Mm. But So when you rate films as like five, because that is bang in the middle, is that average for you? Or is five kind of like a negative score? I think... No, for me, five is average. Do you think? Yeah. For me, and I know this kind of seems counterintuitive, but for me, a six is kind of like average. average yeah. Mm. If I give something a five, I probably don't like it. Mm. Because I probably wouldn't... I would very rarely give something a zero or a one. And I very rarely give something a keep, 10. Keep Lemon Film. Zero. <laughs> <laughs> Tron Legacy is a 1. <laughs> True. Captain America is a solid 0. Oh, get out of here. <laughs> but for me, my range is probably between like 4 and 9. Yeah. So 6 is pretty so much. So whenever, whenever I'm on Netflix, I always rate the ones I've seen. Mm. And I'm, not, I'm like... I'm but now you've got to give it a thumbs up or a thumbs down, don't you? Uh, I think they still... See, uh, the 5 star system is still on there, on the iPad. But it doesn't seem to be on... Thank you, so mm. Laptop, probably. Yeah. Fair enough. Okay, well, let's get into our main topic this week, yeah. which is... Uh... Actually, wait, before you go on to that, sorry. Oh, okay. What did you give out of 10 life? Because I know you don't like horrors, so did you give it a good rating? What did like, I say? I think um, you might have given it a 6.5. I think I gave it, yeah, 6.5 or a 7. Okay, well... Yeah. I probably would have given it a 6.5. It was better than Free Fire. Yeah. Uh, may, well, maybe, I mean, maybe, maybe I, I might need to listen back to that yeah, yeah. episode. Because Which I gave someone, Ollie gave it a 7.5, you gave it a 6.5, I gave it a 7. I think I'll give it a 6.5 as well. Yeah. I did like the ending though, it was very yeah. Venom-esque, wasn't it? 
that's the thing. Like, is it going to be even? Because I was saying to them, I don't want to see a sequel to it. Mm. Um, I feel like it's left on a. I want to imagine what it's like. Would you be annoyed though if Jake Gyllenhaal was Venom? No, he's pretty much Tobey Maguire anyway. So, <laughs> just like a bit the, darker. Yeah, they look. They look. No, I mean he looks like Tobey Maguire. Oh right. Drink. I kind of get him confused. Mm. Okay. I don't know. But yes, now back to the main chunk of the film. If if we may, Chris. Yes. Is uh, reality TV. Mm. So this is also going to be dedicated to Obi's sister, who loves yeah, shout reality out to TV. Yeah. Um, I know reality. Let's talk about reality TV in general first. Um, like, how much reality TV do you guys watch, and what I would watch. you classify as reality TV? Anything that's not script, that's not fictional. But that's not fictional, yeah. but you almost said scripted. Yeah, I was going to scripted, but I know. But like, then Made in Chelsea is exactly it's like half scripted. Isn't it? I, I don't watch it, but apparently it's like. Yeah, you know, it's pretty scripted. Yeah, okay, like, but yeah. then I, if. I did reality. But I'd say that's reality TV, probably. Is it? Yeah. But if something's scripted, then is it reality? It's Surely that's just a presentation I'm of reality. I'm pretty sure, though, in every reality TV series, there is like, some script to it. Like, I'm pretty sure. Uh, Keeping up with Kardashians, I'm pretty sure that's got to be scripted in some way, shape, and form. Yeah, but then it's sure. not real, is it? It's None artificial. It's... But what about things like The Bachelor or what was it, Sunset and Suspicious Parents? Are they reality TV or is that more like? I'd say it's reality TV. Would you say Sunset Suspicious Parents is like a documentary? Even like Snog Married, Snog Married Void. Not Snog Married Void. Well, yeah, that. But um, what's the one where they do the wedding? Don't uh, tell the bride. Don't it? tell the bride. Yeah, even that's like sort of reality TV, isn't it? It's got to be in some way scripted. You can't. You can't we didn't mention Big Brother. Big Brother's my jam. Brother's that might not Big be scripted actually. That might. Jam. Be, that, anyway. that is probably real. Yeah. Although they do try to. There was a video that went round. I think it was on Big Brother last year, and they were showing like um, I don't know where they, they got this video from, but it was basically um, showing the housemates like all waking up and. They get up and they all like to have their little conversation and stuff like that, like stretching, yawning, whatever and stuff like that. And then um, Big Brother's like talking to them and saying, oh, well done, housemates. We, we need to like run that again, sort of thing. And really? Then, yeah. And they all get back into bed and they do it again. And I was like, what? What? I, 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 it's so weird. I was thinking like... But don't they have the live feed on like E4 or something? Not anymore. Oh, really? Yeah, they used to. it's Channel 5, isn't it? Yeah, it's Channel 5. Oh, yeah, that's they true. They don't have it anymore. Uh, so yeah, that was really weird. I was like, oh, okay. Maybe. Mm. I mean, I mean, I've seen some, like I don't, I don't go and watch it. I don't go on my way to watch these things. But I've seen online like videos of Big Brother and stuff like. Mm. I saw that thing when um, what's his face died, and the woman was like, "Oh my god!" Oh yeah, David, David Bowie. And they thought and it was David Guest. Then, yeah, and then like you have that thing with uh, what's his name, something Bear, and he was like having an absolute meltdown in the diary room, and yeah. then some absolute wamp bloke just comes in. And he's like, "Can you sit down?" Please, and he melts. Please? Yeah. yeah. Funny. He's going out with Charlotte. Charlotte from Geordie Show. What yeah. the hell? This is they like, do that tattoo. This is ridiculous show. What a ridiculous show! You get some random person to go and tattoo your body, and then you tattoo theirs, and then yeah. But this is the essence of what makes reality TV is people who are so desperate to be on TV. Can I make? Can they I... will do absolutely anything to be on it. They will get mm. permanent shit on their bodies. They will. You know, they'll. Talk about how they love to be fingered and all this sort of disgusting. You think like would your parents watch that? They'd be like, oh, "I'm so proud of you." Mm. Like you had sex on live TV, great. Ooh. Can you guys indulge me for a second? Yeah, I'll indulge you. Always. So let me let me. I don't know. I feel like and correct me if you think I'm wrong, but I feel like the main reason that people watch reality TV is so that they can see or experience conflict. Because I feel like as people like. At school, if there's a fight, there's a massive crowd around. Everyone's going to watch it. Yeah. Um, for me, example, when I was younger, 
um, if my sister, one of my sisters was getting beaten, we'd all be like around the corner peeking watches to see what, <laughs> to see what happened. That sort of thing. Or even at school when someone's getting told off, immediately your attention turns to, because you want to see the conflict. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I think that's what, one of the main reasons why right, TV is so popular, because people like seeing interactions between other people and potential conflicts between other I people. I think the reason people watch reality TV is to make themselves feel better. Really? About their life. Because mm. you watch like Made in Chelsea mm. and you think all these people, all their daddies are so rich mm. and you know, they go hunting and clay mm. pigeon shooting mm. and oh, all their friends are so safe. But mm. then you realise that like most of them are twats mm. and they still cheat on each other and they still have heartbreak and even like all the money in the world that they have and you know, they're heir to McVitie's and their dad's Richard Branson or whatever and like, they're still not happy <laughs> and you're like, yes! <laughs> I, I kind of agree with you both but I sometimes think that people watch reality TV to watch something that they would like to be their life but they know in reality won't be their life so it's kind of almost... It's, like, it's, it's really hard to explain because I wouldn't say like I watch it because I want to be on Geordie Shore and I want to go out always drinking and stuff but sometimes well I do yeah yeah I do yeah. So, <laughs> so maybe it's, it is my life but is like, it like vicariously living yeah almost I think, I think at some time at some points that's what people do and then sometimes you get knocked down back to reality because you know that won't be like maybe I'm maybe it's stupid, no, that's, that's why you think that's what you think isn't it? yeah but for me personally just think I'm just going what I feel and then I just kind of like well your opinion's valid included everybody else in mine's not like of course but, it is um, <laughs> I prefer it because, like, when, for example, when I'm watching Big Brother, right, there are certain seasons of Big Brother where you don't remember any of the characters or anything that happened because no, no one in there was controversial and there was no sort of conflict between anyone who was in it. You remember the season. You remember the seasons with the people who, like, the nastiest people or the most argumentative people, the loudest people, because they create conflict and that creates good television and it, gets, yeah. it creates better ratings. Yeah. Well, that's why they script some of, like, Made in Chelsea and yeah, stuff, because if... Like if if a documentary crew followed us around, I can't imagine like mm. they'd be particularly much entertainment. interested. Like you know, mm. they'd probably be. A, I'd get handed a script. Like tell Chris he's a prick, and you know. This thing, I take it. <laughs> well, that wouldn't really be interesting, <laughs> would it? There was rumours that um, Geordie Shaw was scripted. I think partly it is, but like I watched to the. <laughs> season fourteen. Oh my god! Of Geordie Shaw started. Like, How have none of them got like though? liver? Problems. Well, I don't know. But it's the thing like most of like, the original people are all gone now. So it's kind of rubbish. And they've got, oh, I told you, I showed you the, the, the yeah. butters. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so this new girl comes to the house and one of the old girls starts in a fight with her and she's proper like, she pulls a weave out, like, putting her hair and they're proper Shit. fighting. I think that can't be scripted. Like, yeah. why would you sign up to that? Like, getting fucked up on. Well, it depends on how much you're getting TV. paid, I guess. I suppose. But like, there's people, there's like a TV show where, is it 40 Days in Prison? And they just stick a normal person mm. in prison for 40 days or... <laughs> is it 40 days? It might be exaggerating on the days, but they stick a normal person in prison with no safeguards around them. Yeah. And then you see what happens. Why would you do that? It's like when they did that, they sent a load of people to like Eden, uh, Eden or like some Scottish island, yeah. and then they forgot about them. And like they weren't even being televised. That's hilarious. But it'd be interesting to see what you, you listeners... Uh, why would you watch reality TV? So if you do watch reality TV, why? Do you agree with Chris that you kind of live vicariously through certain things or Obi is it a way to like manage conflict or you're kind of cynical like me and you just think it makes you feel better so tweet us at podcast 17 or give us a post on Facebook uh, at your average critics and while you're at it 
listen to us on SoundCloud and give us a lovely review, just like we've had from some lovely chap from Chicago. And uh, we also realised that we we, um, we um, have listeners from all over the world. Yeah. So we're quite chuffed with that. Yeah, shout out. I, I didn't even know we had a Shout comment. out our global listeners. Um, but yeah, do get involved in the conversation. And uh, we'd definitely read some stuff out if you if you send it to us. But back to reality TV. What's your f- oh no, what are you no, going to say to I'll me? I'll say what's your favorite and what's your favorite reality TV show? <laughs> my reality, my favorite reality TV show, like ever, of all, like, unashamedly. Actually, no, very. I'm very ashamed of it. Is uh, X on the Beach? Why? Because yes, that's <laughs> exactly what I was going to say. They are all what? just absolutely deplorable people <laughs> and they are so interesting to watch mm. so like if any of you don't know what x on the beach is essentially it is like a bunch of attractive young people well most of them are supposedly attractive get dumped on the beach and for the most part they they think they're just on some sort of reality tv show um and then that's nonsense they get sent well that's the thing yeah. like they get sent to a villa and basically it's like they're just there to party and fuck and things. And then they get sent to, the three of them get sent to a beach mm. and one of their exes comes out of the water and then it's like, oh my God, and you know, and then and it's always like, oh, I came back to get back with him because I love him, he's the love of my life, but I cheated on him four times and you're like, okay. And then, yeah, they all hook up with one another and it's so many arguments and tears and I don't know, I think I get really angry watching it mm. but for some reason it makes me want to watch it more see this is why I feel like my point about reality TV is completely wrong because I, I love watching that show I think it's so funny mm. like, but I would never like was it the word yeah, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't see that myself I think that at that point I just find it funny I just I think I just like watching these things because I, I can see how fake it is like yeah. like you know you're going to see your ex so why this is what I mean this is what I was going to say they still do that thing where person arrives on the beach and like oh my god what are you doing here yeah. as if like you're on a no, beach no, no they, they, they know they know that someone's okay, coming good. but they just don't know mm. it's normally it like the first episode where they at least superficially think that they're not on this show yeah and then it's kind of you know the, the tablet of terror dings and, and they're all going oh fucking hell this tablet of terror is an absolute prick and it's like I really hope it's not my ex Chris because he's a psycho and you know <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's it's such an exaggerated form of yeah. life, and mm. I can't really imagine that these people actually exist. Yeah, and you're true. like, what the hell? And you think, like, your parents must be watching this, and your employer, mm. like, if you have a job, like, how are you going to do this and then go back, and you, your boss is going to be like, yo, player. Probably just going to go on Big Brother afterwards, aren't they? Well, exactly. That's the, these, they're, they're all, there's such an incestuous kind it's of genre. Cycle, isn't they there, just yeah. go on each other's reality shows. So, like, you've got people from Geordie Shore. Yeah. Coming on to X on the Beach, who then, then go into Big Brother. Yeah. I want a tower you made in Chelsea mashup yeah, where like Mark Wright beats up Spencer or something. Spencer's no longer in it though, is he? I know, not Mark Wright. Yeah, but for me, I'm in agreement, X on the Beach is mine. But back in the day when Big Brother first came out, I think I used to watch it and then it just dried up for me. Uh, I've never been a big fan of I'm Celebrity Get Me Out of Here. It's only the recent, no, it's nah. only the recent season I've watched mm. actually, and it was quite good. But it's not something that intrigues I me. I don't like people like watching people eat like pig balls and stuff like that. Yeah, no, it's a bit it's weird. and shit. It doesn't make me feel happy. But again, that's kind of like, kind of you're doing that for the sadistic enjoyment of watching celebrities make fools out of yeah, themselves mm. or celebrities. Yeah. Then you've got Only Way is Essex, which I've never watched personally. I might have watched an episode here or there, but I used not to watch really. That. Back when Joey Essex was like kind of unknown. I've never watched yeah. an episode. Of it. Made in Chelsea is the one I watched quite a bit of. Yeah. And then again, 
it's just dragged out so long. Like all my favorite characters are probably gone now. So, but the thing is with those sorts of shows is I don't know if any of them are genuine. Mm. Like the people that are together on these shows, like I don't know, you had like Spencer and Louise and Louise and someone else and Louise and someone else and you know. Do they actually love each other? Do they actually want to be together? Are they actually friends? It's the thing, because you see, like, every new series, it's kind of like, oh, I haven't seen you in so many months, and it's the exact number of months since the last yeah. episode finished. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I find it really strange, because, like, for Andrew, Andrew Shaw, for example, they'll be like, oh, yeah, it's my best mate, Chloe, and she was like, I haven't seen her in in ages, and I was like, this is your best, like, any, this is your, one, this is your, this is like your best friend, and you haven't seen them in months, and you live in the same, you live in the same city. Yeah. And like, neither of you have, like, nine to five, so you've definitely got time to meet up yeah. and do whatever. And then, um, there was one bit in Julia Shaw where, like, um, one of the characters was secretly going out with someone else, and I was like, how can you, like, and both, both, both the person, her and the person she was going out with, they're all, like, in the same, like, they've all been on Julia Shaw before, so, like, if you're all friends, how do you not know when, one of them's going out with the other sort of thing. I just yeah. think, like, you, I don't know. I just find it really strange. It, just, it seems, I mean... I, I wonder if they actually are friends. In yeah, I would like to know that. Like, well, it's all just a performance, isn't it? And, like, seriously, some of the stuff they do to each other, they can't actually genuinely be friends. Because mm-hmm. they're, just, they're just horrible to each other. <laughs> well, the thing is, like, some of them have left, haven't they? I mean, Spencer's probably not a good example, but... Um... The guy in the first season who was going out, Millie, he left, didn't he? So I think he went, I assume he went to pursue his relationship with the girl outside of the reality TV show. And Millie left to be with Professor Green, although that has yeah. ended now. But I think in some respects, some people on that show do fall in love maybe and then they leave. Mm. Or maybe that's just more media attention. I don't know. Like, yeah. How, how will you ever know? That's the thing. Like, did you watch The X on the Beach when um, the guy who used to be in the IB for Weekender, Jordan something... And then that really, oh, right, yeah. really aggressive girl, Megan. Um, they she's a big brother, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. like they got together um, on one series, and then they came back on the next series together. And then he like proposed to her, and then they were gonna get married. <laughs> and then she ends up fucking some guy from Geordie Shore in Big Brother, and you're like, well, yeah, that's just not real. Yeah. And oh, I don't know. And then like on so X on the beach is just full of people who meet and then three days later they're in love and mm. then it's like we're gonna be together after the show and then they do a post show catch up <laughs> and it's like we broke up almost immediately after filming stops. Uh, your your impression of crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean yeah, get get some cameras to film us here like that'll be. Uh, what about, what about, we can cause some conflict. Yeah. What about that show where they go? Is it they go on a date with each other? And there's this restaurant, and they meet at the restaurant, have a date, and then they first go. First dates. Is it first dates? Yeah, the French guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Notre that day, one. Yeah. Do you think that one's scripted at all? No, I think that's. I think that seems quite genuine. I mean, it seems maybe I'm quite naive in that sense, but it also a lot of it seems kind of sweet, and you know, it doesn't seem to be out for exploitation like a lot of reality TV seems to be mm. but I don't know well, what, what what reality TV would you like to see what's the that would really keep you interested like a new show that you'd be like oh god I don't know um, new I'm, show you're still watching current ones aren't you yeah man like anytime Big Brother's on like I I unapologetically watch every episode of Big Brother like on repeat on, on either live or on, on catch up anyway fair enough but only the only the normal people one, not the celebrity one. I don't give a shit about the celebrity one. Celebrity, very common. Anyways, 
Um, I don't know. Um, I feel like I would like to see like a London, maybe like a London version of, of um, like Geordie Shaw. Hmm. Was, out in Croydon. But, but not with, but not with, with posh people because this is like I say, I don't, I, I don't mind posh people accents. But I said to you the other day, London posh is fine, but Surrey posh, I, I, I can't stand it. It's like <laughs> Gap and all people like that. Like, I can't stand those accents. I just like. So, like, baby people in London, a few people from, like, West London, a few people from North London, a few people from South London, chuck them all in the house, and, you know. Well, they were supposedly going to do, what was they going to do, like, Surrey Heights or something, like, around Croydon area. Yeah, yeah, a few yeah. years ago, there was rumours oh, of that happening. Yeah. Yeah. That never took off. Yeah. What I'd like to see is uh, X on the beach, but you have, like, convicts, ex-convicts, and then three of them go down on the beach, and then, like, a policeman comes out, like, the policeman who arrested them, That'd be well decent, and then they get arrested again, or maybe or they murder the police. Or maybe people, maybe <laughs> maybe shit with actual death. <laughs> I'm obviously joking. <laughs> the looks they're giving me is, is horrendous. <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, I think we we will uh, we'll do like reality TV. Yeah. And I think like um, sorry. Also, like Jeremy Kyle and stuff like that, innit? Yeah. Like, people love seeing like little snippets of the, the retards that are on that show. I can't, <laughs> I can't, I can't believe half that's real. I can't yeah, believe half that's yeah, real. So, uh, yeah, no, I think a lot of it's just like fucking fake. And then, like, people like, um, that cash, cash Me Outside. Cash me outside. So, like, she was on, what's it called, Dr. Phil, innit? Now she's gonna get her own, rea- she's gonna get her own reality TV uh, show. And apparently, it's like, she could earn up to like a million or something. Like what, she's gonna be with her mum? Because I'm sure there was a video that came out with her mum like beating her up and stuff. Apparently her mum fought all the time, like physically. So if you guys were to be on any reality TV show, like you had to be on one of them. No, no. No, you have to be on one of them, right? Mm. Which one would you be on? Well, made in Chelsea because I'd be rich, I'd like to think. (laughs) But no, um... I'd like to be a big brother. Would you actually? Yeah. Because you always get the dilemma, like, would you rather be on I'm a Celebrity or Big Brother? And I'd definitely rather be on Big Brother. I'd like to be a big brother because, like, people on there... Um, one thing that always annoys me about Big Brother is like, and me and Kenji talk about this all the time, is that people are like, oh, they accuse you of playing a game, playing a game in inverted commas again. Yeah. And they're like, oh yeah, you're pretending to be this, 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 da da da. And if I went on there, I would literally just be like, I will try as hard as I can to be myself. But if there is another way that I see fit that will guard me through to the final and possibly get me a prize, I'm gonna do it. And then what I'd, about that got that like, that big guy who ended up winning and you get the briefcase sort of thing? What was his name? Oh, uh, Jack. Yeah. No, it wasn't Jack. We had a nickname, didn't he? Pie face, isn't it? Pie face, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But the thing, like, I would openly be like, yeah, I have got a game plan. My game plan is to win. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and if I win, I'll win by whatever means necessary. I don't, like, if me being genuine um, doesn't get me to win, then I'm not going to be genuine because I want to win. I think I'm so competitive, I'll just be like, fuck this. <laughs> I'm going to be someone that I'm completely not just to get to the final. But yeah, so you've been made in Chelsea? Well. Nah, Geordie Shaw. Are you feeling Geordie's Yeah, pff, that free booze, mate. Oh, <laughs> mate. Seeing that jacuzzi actually, like, chuffed in it. Oh, I, don't, I hate some of the people on Geordie Shore. I, I, not to get me wrong, I watch Geordie Shore, like, all the time. But, like, for, so for example, you know Chloe? Yeah. On Geordie Shore, yeah. You know Chloe? Do you watch Geordie Shore? No. Nah. Right, it was a girl called Chloe. She's a bit of an idiot, right? She's, like, literally a moron. Um, and this guy called Marty comes into the house and... She's like, oh yeah, fancy and blah blah blah. She gets with him. I think they have sex a couple of times, and he's like, then he's like, oh yeah, I don't want, like, I don't want to get with you anymore, sort of thing. And she's like, oh yeah, that's fine. We can just be friends. And then like, every time he like tries to pull someone out, she goes mental, starts kicking off, starts hitting people, starts throwing stuff all over the place. 
and they they argue and stuff like that, and then it causes like a big divide in the house, whatever, whatever. That's fine. I don't I don't mind that. But it's then afterwards when they're like, when she's like, oh yeah, I need to learn from my mistakes, blah 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 blah, yada yada yada. And then she'll come back into the house the next season and be like, oh yeah, I still really like my. If you get to anyone else, I'm gonna kick off. And I was like, one like get over him and get over yourself. Two. If this guy is making you go so crazy and hurting your feelings and whatnot, just don't go back on the show. Yeah, I know. Like, it really, it really, really winds me up. I'm just like, I don't know how old the girl is. I think she's probably early 20s, she's probably younger than us. But I'm just thinking, like, grow up. Probably <laughs> like, not the most fucking in between us. Grow up! <laughs> but yeah. You grow up. But they, they mug themselves off all the time. And I don't know, just thinking, like, are you really that stupid? Yeah. Like, like, I never, I never believe that Joey Essex was as thick as he portrays himself to be. No. Mm. God, if any of us were, or any of our mates were on a reality TV show, I'd rip them to shreds. <laughs> so, any of you seen that American um, TV show? It's like a, a prank show host fronted by David Spader. Um, it's basically like people are kind of falsely recruited onto like a TV show or a game show or some chance that can make them famous. But then the show pranks them. Um, but they always do this like pre, pre-show pre interview thing. And it's like, oh, so what are your hopes? And it's all these like over-exaggerated people. And they're like, oh my God, I'm going to be famous. I'm going to be the next David Beckham. And you look at these people and like, you're an absolute arsehole. And then, but then they get pranked. And then they're like, oh my God. you Because know, obviously you know, the camera's on them. They're like, oh yeah, ha ha, so funny. I'm just like, why would you do this to yourself? And not... I mean, not only is it a terrible show, but the people on it are terrible. Yeah, it sounds terrible. And it does really... When I watch reality TV, it makes me really angry. But I still watch it. Mm. I mean, it's the same with Arsenal, really. But, sure. you know, that is, that is probably the most dramatic reality mm. TV you could ever watch, being an Arsenal fan. Or, or in for tomorrow. Yes. <laughs> playing Crystal Palace. But anyway, we're going to do uh, a second... From the archive, which is the uh, segment that we started last week. Uh, so in this, basically, one of us is going to take some time to do a little bit more of an in-depth review about uh, an older film. So the criteria is it has to be on DVD or shown on TV. So basically something that's not in the cinemas. Um, so what, what's your choice this week, Obi? So I've chosen The Da Vinci Code, um, which is based on the book with the same name, I think, by Dan Brown. Dan Brown, yeah. And it has Tom Hanks in it and some other people. Ian McKellen's in it for a bit. Um, basically, it's about um, a professor of religious symbiology, which I checked to see if it was an actual course, and it's it's not. Oh, really? And I'm really disappointed <laughs> because I would assume like, that's what I would have liked to have studied. But yeah, um, he gets uh, brought to a museum by... Excuse me. He gets brought to a museum by um, a policeman after a, I think a curator. Is that right? Is that right? Curator is murdered, and as he's murdered, he like does some weird. He makes some weird symbol on his body or something like that, and um, yeah. So Robert Langdon, because he's like he's like the don of symbols. Like everybody knows that he's like the expert. They get him in to try and to try and um, fix, uh, find out who murdered him. But they've got uh, some another woman comes in and she reveals to Tom Hanks' character that the policemen are actually tricking him into, like, signing a confession to the murder of uh, the curator because the curator wrote his name, Robert Langdon's name, in... Uh, I don't even know what it was in. What did they write? They wrote it in some, like, visible ink or something. Anyway. Um, so, yeah. 
So he tries to find out why, and this woman as well, who was the curator's granddaughter, they go on like, basically they're on the run from the police, so they're trying to find out what, um, why they've been led to the curator's, why, why they've been led to this point. And they get lots of clues, don't they? Yeah, exactly. The so it's kind of like a treasure, like a scavenger hunt, treasure hunt sort of thing. So they have to like get all these clues and do all these puzzles to try and find out what, like, what is like basically what's going on. So they get to a point where they find out that they look, they the curator was part of a secret society that's been going on for generations. I can't remember the name of the secret society. Is it the Illuminati? I'm not sure. I don't. They don't, they don't call it the Illuminati, but I okay. think it might be. Because I think in the book there might be. Uh, one of them's got like a, I can't remember the name of it but it's basically something that when you written one way mm. is also the same when you turn it upside down mm. and I think it's Illuminati mm. but uh, Illuminati confirmed but um, yeah so they're going around looking for clues they get to um, Ian McKellen's house who he's a friend of uh, Robert Langdon Tom Hanks' character and he basically tells them that they are searching for the Holy Grail and he mentions to them that the Holy Grail is not a cup, it is an actual person. And he explains, probably I think the most interesting bit of the film, he goes through like the history of um, Jesus Christ, saying that he was a mortal man who was made divine by uh, another character like centuries later. And they're talking about how um, Mary Magdalene was actually Jesus' wife, um, not just like a, a bystander sort of thing. And that they had a child um, before um, Jesus was crucified. And that child, that bloodline has lived on. So that the Holy Grail, the, the society that is meant to protect the Holy Grail, which was what the curator was part of, um, basically they're protecting Jesus' bloodline. So they go through this long scavenger hunt, uh, find different clues, go to different places. And they, I can't remember where they end up. But um, it comes uh, down to the fact that the curator's granddaughter is actually the descendant of Jesus Christ. Mm. Yeah? Yeah. yeah? Yeah. The descendant of Jesus Christ. So yeah. Um... That's all I'm going to do, because that's pretty much all I can remember of the plot. Um, but yeah, it's a really good film, I think, anyway. I like all the like the historical stuff and like the theory and stuff like that. And just because I like... It's very the, clever, isn't it? Yeah, really it's clever. It's really yeah. well thought out. The, the way they decipher the cryptic messages and like, yeah, yeah, all yeah. The, how it all's interlinked is quite... quite yeah, I just like learning about... Well, I don't know what, I don't know. Those, the theories that they have, they're like... Some actual of, theories, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, I think so, some of it's based in reality. Mm. Yeah, because I think some people do believe that Mary Magdalene had some relationship with a lost with gospel him. or something from her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I don't and know. Philip, and someone called Philip. Yeah. Mm. But is it the Masons, Freemasons, or is there anything to do with that? I thought Freemasons were devil, devil worshippers. I don't think they are. Oh. I don't. No, <laughs> I think people say not Beyonce and Chris Brown. Oh, that's Illuminati, though, isn't it? I thought they were saying they were Freemasons because they used to do the 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 symbol, innit? Yeah, that's the no, tri- not that symbol. The triangle, a different symbol. Oh, I don't know. Oh, I don't know. Anyway. They're very powerful people. <laughs> yeah. So if we're not here next week, <laughs> Illuminati <then>. confirms. <laughs> <laughs> I said nothing in relation to this. Wow, wow! I'm going to give them the postcode. <laughs> but yeah. Um, I think it's just a really, really interesting film. There's two sequels, Angels and Demons and Inferno. I yeah. think this is the best of the three, personally. Yeah. 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 Have you read the books? No, no I haven't. But I might good. actually. They're really good. Yeah, I might read them. I mean, the books are really good. Like, I read Inferno, it came out a couple of years ago. That was a really good book. Mm. Um, and the film is all right. Yeah. I, think... I, thought, I thought it was good, but it wasn't as good as the other two. No, I agree. No. With you. I agree with you. I think the, the good twists are really good, well thought out symbologies. Mm. Um, is that the right word? Symbology? I don't know. Um... Yeah, and also, like, I guess with the movie, they're just like, oh, we get to go to so many different places across yeah. the world. But 
when you even when you read it and like Da Vinci Code and Angels and Demons when you watch it, it's like you get to see all these cool places that you don't really think are cool, like they're just museums. But mm. you know, you, you look at uh, a piece of art and they've appropriated it for this kind of symbolic meaning. And mm. obviously, Dan Brown's really, really thought about all this sort of stuff. But there was a lot of controversy about Da Vinci Code, wasn't there? Because I don't know, you tell me. Well, there was because mm. it was like basically saying that Jesus has got a bloodline mm. and it's that he was not. Isn't it? Yeah, well, it yeah. was because he wasn't pure and mm. it was suggesting that he wasn't actually God's son. He mm. said he was made mm. made immortal by someone else. Yeah. But um, I hope you don't mind me saying this, but as, as a Christian yourself, like watching that, mm. how did that, did you kind of feel like it was blasphemous or really. offended by it in any way? Not really. <laughs> I, I, think it's, I think it was interesting to, to um, explore a different a different theory to what we've all, well, to what many people have been led to believe. Obviously, I've got my own beliefs, people have their own beliefs, but I think it's interesting to see another side of the story, another side of the coin. I really want to watch it again. That's mm. a really, really good film. I was watching it again this weekend, but I only managed to get halfway through. So I can't remember the rest of the book, <laughs> the rest of the fucking plot. <laughs> but there is another book in the Robert Langdon series. I think it's The Lost Symbol, mm. or maybe Digital Fortress, but they kind of skipped that one to film Inferno mm. but I don't know if they're going to do any more because Inferno wasn't very well received was it not? no I don't think so um, they're, they're alright but they get progressively worse it wasn't it? it wasn't as cr- it was cr- cryptic but it wasn't as cryptic like him losing his memory was kind of a bit like oh, okay. yeah it's kind Never of down like up. any series it yeah. just kind of loses its legs a bit mm. this is it alright well Chris hopefully next time it will be you from the archives so you okay. can uh, get thinking about you'd like to share with us um we're not going to be here next week because it's easter so the next episode that we release uh we'll be recording on i guess it'd be like the 20th 20th or something of april but in two weeks from now Mm. um yeah any closing thoughts guys anything else you'd like to mention before we wrap up i'm pissed as crap (laughs) i'm pissed as crap Anything you'd like no, to say? No, no. All right, perfect. So, oh, can I? Sorry, 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 sorry. Wow, right, the dying seconds. As always. I just wanted to say, um, Legends of Tomorrow finished this week, and that has come on leaps and bounds from season one. It's very good. Oh, really? Yeah. I what series think. are they on now? Two. Oh, okay. But season one was okay to average. Oh. But season two, I think, is most of the episodes were actually really good. I think. And has Legion finished yet? Yeah. Yeah. Did that finish all right? Didn't I like didn't I didn't personally it. like the very ending of it, but then I was saying to Obi, I'm not sure what else they would have done, mm. but I'm sh- yeah, it's definitely there's a cliffhanger ending, so we'll see. I still need to watch the last two episodes. Okay, well when we come back after our little hiatus, uh, we are hoping to have seen Fast and Furious Eight, which I'm actually buzzing for. Yes. Um, I'm sure it's gonna be. The most unrealistic but bombastic thing that we'll see. Bombastic. We'll see another anime film by then. Yes, Sword Art Online. Yeah. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Um, And yeah, obviously we'll catch up. We'll just we just watch shit. So we'll let you know about the shit we watch. So uh, yeah, tune in in a couple of weeks and enjoy your Easter's. Goodbye.